That's for next week. Are we no, 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 not yet. Well, <laughs> um, I have to give Ronan the countdown. We have, uh, we kind of record. It, it, we are getting recorded though, but this is like uh, sometimes it's just like a nugget of gold in that's, here. That's <laughs> that's our nugget. That's our nugget right there. Is him going? Is this the place? It's recording. Is that it right there? That's it. Bang. <laughs> right now we're now we're ready. Thanks, man. <laughs> do you want to kick her off, Hannah? Yeah, let's do this. Um, let me find my page. Five, four, three. Welcome everybody to the Less You Don't Know podcast. It's your host Ronan speaking and as always I'm joined by Mr. Hanno and this week's guest we have a lawyer in the building Mr. Killian (laughs) Killian Madden. Killian who? I'm gonna big you up from the state. Did you or did you not work with a famous Love Island star? Me? Yeah. I, know, oh, I, I fucking I taught him everything he knows. Who? Who? <laughs> Greg O'Shea. <laughs> I know I didn't actually. You were just you're, you're on like two know. weeks placement and he interviewed, wasn't it? Disclaimer. No, he walked in. I didn't even see him. No, because I was there, it was my first week and I was surrounded by female trainees. And I was sitting at the desk and they were all frolicking like pigs and shit, saying that uh, Greg O'Shea was in the building to interview. I was actually dying to go down, to be honest, and uh, I just bit the bullet and didn't. I uh, swallowed my pride and stayed put. Working hard. Working Working hard, hard, yeah. Shoulder to the wheel. You could teach me in Hanno a thing. (laughs) Yeah. A thing or two, Rob. I could teach you. Uh, anyway, all to your, thanks for uh, thanks for having me on the podcast, lads. It's a it's a privilege. Yeah, there's we hope a... you keep listening to the the episodes after this one. <laughs> I meant <laughs> to say that to uh, to your man the last year. I was like, what if he's just listened to the first three episodes? Come on for episode four and go right. I'll never listen to that shit again. Most realistic way we'd grow our listening base is just having enough people on. Like, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't think we're going to get any original growth. It's just <laughs> lads who've been on. Well, like, I was talking. I was talking to a fella today, and I explained the concept to him about the alphabet and all. And he said, so you're telling me it's like a finite 26 episode, se- episode series. And we're just speculating that after this, you might go into the Greek alphabet or something. And start um, well, we'll be struggling to get like, to 26. Yeah. Everyone yeah. says that. It's like, oh, what are you going to do after episode 26? I was like, you actually think we're getting there? I was like, this is episode five and we've been doing it for like 10 weeks now. Uh, <laughs> bi- bi- bi-weekly, it adds up. Bi-weekly. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, it is, yeah, episode E. Interesting. Exciting. Yeah, um, and yeah, I think we should drive on and uh, get it going with the standard good, bad, and ugly. So, Mr. Killian Madden, do you want to kick us off? I'll do the honours, boys. So, unfortunately, my good, the bad, and the ugly was uh, actually meant to be for last week's podcast before Hanno started fucking me about. Um, <laughs> Life gets so in the way, us, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I suppose we start with good, I suppose, do we? Yeah. Yeah, that's the same. <laughs> um, Unless so, you're wheel uh, on, you go ugly, bad, good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my good, I read a little article online last week. Um, I don't know. I, don't, I subscribe to that history daily. Um, you get an email every day about a item of history, and it's you get some good nuggets in there. Um, and there was one story about France in the 1800s after the era of Napoleon. So it was Napoleon's nephew, Napoleon III, that was in charge. That was in charge, and they were trying to calm down their colonies in Algeria because they were just getting so suff- they were suffering from famine and just I don't know drought, desertification, all that kind of thing. And um, they were locked in lockdown. So, uh, yeah, they couldn't get enough face masks. So um, what uh, what oh, what happened? So uh, what in Algeria they were a very like primitive society. Um, so like the strongest men in their villages would be the leader or whatever. Kind of like you and Claren Bridge Rumpa. Um and Hanno Donomar is so, never a leader. Don't <laughs> <laughs> so be a what, fool uh, to follow that guy. <laughs> Napoleon said, uh, I'm not going in fighting these lads. These lads are too strong. They're too scary. So he got a he got a magician called Jean Robert Houdin, who was the inspiration for Sounds Harry familiar. Houdini. Sounds familiar. The inspiration for Harry Houdini. 
And he went into Algeria and tried to act a peacemaker, did some magic shows for them. And his grand conclusion in each village, he'd put on a big show and ask for the strongest man, so the leader, the, the Ronan Walsh of the pack. And he'd trudge up and he'd have a, a Jean-Pierre would have a, a metal box on the stage and he'd say, lift that box there in his French accent. Um, lift the box and say, oh, do it. Do, Ronan, you did French actually. Ronan did French for the leaving suit. Ronan, do, do uh, <laughs> lift that box there in a French accent. Lift the box? A bit German, I'd say. I almost caught you. It's like I'm back in Algeria. So he said, lift the box in your man, the strongest man, and lift the box above his head, and the whole crowd would go wild. Screaming on their 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 dutiful leader, and then uh, Jean Pierre would say, "Okay, leave it down. Now pick it up again." And in the interim, he'd have flicked a switch and obviously activated a magnet under the box. But this was Algeria, where they didn't even know what I don't know a magnet was. So um, the leader would come up again and wouldn't be able to fucking move the box, and they'd all be petrified and like. Oh Jesus! I'm not fighting against these French lads. These lads are sorcerers. They don't know what they're at. So they all just uh, stepped aside and let the French armies waltz in and colonize them properly. Not one bit of bloodshedding against the French. I just thought it was a cool story, especially now that when you pretty good um, leadership like we have in America. You never know when you're going to see that type of intuition again. Very That's my two very, cents. Very, very good. <laughs> What's your, um, what's your bad then? The very good for the week. Yeah. <laughs> the bad, the bad for the is... week. Algeria. <laughs> yeah, the, what's going on there, though? <laughs> no, the bad is the photocopier's new CD. I went in. Kari was going to Canada there last week, and I don't know. It, this is as much on Kari as it is on the photocopier's new CD, to be honest. I got a, uh, I got a Facebook message off the man, and I'd say half seven. <laughs> And his flight was leaving at, what, I don't know, six the next morning. He was on the bus up to UCD. And um, it was just, I'll read it out here and get it up. It said, like, Madden, would you, I need you to print off documents for me. It would be greatly appreciated. So um, I was, like, just, I didn't even try and delve into the mentality of a man that would leave at that late to print off vital documents. <laughs> um, <laughs> Other than El Nino anyway. himself. So I had to, uh, El Nino... <laughs> <laughs> so I raced across the library was closing at 8 so I raced across and I swear to God not one photocopier in the library was working and I asked the librarian and he gave me he tried to explain it I could not even listen to him so I had to race up to the Sutherland building the law building um, the law building to the layman and uh, every photocopier none of them working and I was I was fit to hit a wall at this stage now just let Corrie get turned away at departures so um, <laughs> no, eventually it uh, eventually destiny fell my way and the documents were printed. And I ended up printing like fifteen of his work report, his um, <laughs> letter from some scaffolder in <laughs> British Columbia. <laughs> oh, do you have that with <laughs> you? That I, has to be read up. <laughs> I actually don't have. I gave them all to him on the off chance that the man that didn't have the documents printed would go and lose <laughs> fourteen of them. <laughs> Brilliant. Without further ado, my ugly for the week, lads, is a more, uh, it's sentimental. And I think, uh, so was, we were in the, the house there the last day, myself, Jermot, Pauly, and Kieran, And we had a bit of a, an argument, not an argument, more of a coming together that someone was um, not emptying, not washing off their dishes properly before putting them in the dishwasher. So we obviously Pauly. had a build up of food. I like, was. Paul I'm is saying, prime subject for I'm, saying, yeah. I'm saying Paul is well. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of food there, and we had a proper discussion about this, and that was the best uh, dishwasher etiquette. I don't know what you'd call it. And uh, no, it just got me thinking. Like, I think it was porridge. It was probably what well, I'm the only one that eats porridge, so it probably was me. Um, but, uh, but we'd still say Paulie. <laughs> yeah, still say Paulie. Um, On the off chance no, that just, you might have had porridge. It got me um, thinking about the. Do you know we're finally here now? Ronan, the last podcast you were talking about, you know, not having your gym membership anymore, your student gym membership, and just the transcendence of time. Like, it doesn't seem <laughs> like that long ago. Since what's, what's that word? We were what? the transcendence of time. <laughs> Never heard 
never heard that word before. It seem like... <laughs> the movement of time, how time has changed. It doesn't seem like that long ago since we were throwing, I don't know, cutlery and feeding birds out the window. Of Nashville. Like, yeah. Here we are now. And coming home, with, about coming home with every road sign you could get your hand on. Yeah, it was a, it was oh a right passage for that. We still have the McDonald's chair, so we're clinging to we're clinging to same That chair just sitting in the corner of the sitting room. Was that there when you were there, Adam? Yeah, absolutely. It was there all <laughs> summer. What was the story with that chair, Madden? I I don't even know. I don't I just woke up. It just oh, sorry, sorry, far 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 listeners, there's a baby chair in the corner of Madden's living room in his house. McDonald's. It's like a it's like a, a McDonald's classic red and white, just a but the, the M is like a winky face. I don't know, it's it's um, I don't know how it got there, but it is there, and it'll it's there to stay for any. On Foley. I think it was Foley. <laughs> any future it, back. <laughs> it sounds a lot like a Patrick Foley action. <laughs> yeah, no, that, um, that is a classic old show. But on with the podcast. Uh, the show must go on. Show must go on. Uh, Hanno, do you want to drive on with your good and bad and ugly? And I'm sure prepared, as, uh, prepared as always. <laughs> <laughs> prepared as always. Nowhere near as in depth. Uh, I can find a good, all right. So I actually have a nice little good, good, good will story or good, good feel, feel good, feel good story. That's the one. <laughs> you, got it, you got it out um, in the end. <laughs> three boys over in England uh, founded a company over or during lockdown and they called it Snack Sess. Did any of you hear about it? No. <laughs> Okay, well, basically, they uh, started in July. They started creating these boxes full of healthy snacks and goods so that employers could send out to employees who are working from home as a kind of goodwill gesture kind of thing. And in their first month in July, they only sold five boxes. But in September, they sold uh, over 800 boxes and turned over about 9,000 uh, boxes. And it was just like that, that, that was good in itself. But the one thing he said, uh, it was just like a piece of advice for um uh, young entrepreneurs was just kind of do something today that makes the idea seem more real than it was yesterday i thought it was pretty good a good way of summing up uh motivation and trying to get motivation to doing something oh is this us quitting the job tonight or <laughs> uh yeah but it's just for for any one of our listeners or for anyone at all it's just kind of like do something today like if you have a big idea or a big dream it's like just do something today that will get it that bit closer the next day rather than pushing yeah. it off a day or two would you have so, any uh, yeah i thought it was pretty genius from the boys would you have any good yeah. biz- business ideas that you'd um uh, glasses for wipers <laughs> or no wipers for glasses i'm an idiot <laughs> do you want to move on yeah. with your bad hat yeah i will so my bad i only decided there within the last 45 minutes getting ready to watch the podcast or watch the podcast to start the podcast i was watching the irish soccer and if you thought international soccer was bad, try and watch it in an empty stadium. Oh. <laughs> it's woeful. International oh, soccer is woeful. I so, swear, yeah, that, that was my bad. I literally couldn't decide between bad and ugly, but I was like, I'm talking about Irish international soccer and just how bad of a spectacle it is. But oh. they win, I'm all on that bandwagon. But yeah, I was just saying, like, the biggest plastic fan. But I always feel like every one of Ireland games just finishes nil on. Like, I just feel like <laughs> everyone. And then if we are to get a goal, it's always fucking big Shane Duffy from a corner. Just an absolute scramble. Even if we need a goal with five minutes left, it's Shane Duffy we bring on up to striker. Like, it's what's that say about our nation's like production line of of strikers? I think they said that there about a half an hour in. He has the most goals of our starting eleven. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. Fair play to him. But, uh, yeah, so that, that was my bad for the week then. My ugly is just, uh, I, I was struggling to come up with an ugly. And the main reason I was struggling to come up with an ugly is because the amount of uh, censorship by a said Ronan Watt, where uh, I'm not allowed to talk about politics, not allowed hey. to talk about coronavirus, not allowed to moan about work. So, uh, yeah, there's fuck all ugly going on in my life when that's taken over <laughs> all of it. So, uh, yeah, the ugly is the fact I can't moan about it. <laughs> So I'm going to moan about not being able to moan about it. So there we go. <laughs> Getting around it. Short and uh, sweet. And I'll go on with my good. Well, uh, my first good. Congratulations, Mr. Eamon Whelan, getting a job up in Dublin. Uh, nice. Big news. So if you're going in with a psychiatric or a schiz attack or something, Eamon will be there to take, take care <laughs> of you. A mental health issue. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's do this right, <laughs> all right? <laughs> let's just not assume everyone's just skits like <laughs> If you're going with a mental health issue, we'll be there. He's a great bloke and he'll take care of you. My next bit of good is uh, 
the last day I was cycling home from work and I realized I had my AirPods in and if you have AirPods, you know you get the classic like bit of noise to let you know that they're on their way out, limited time left. And I was there and I was feeling around my pockets and I realized I'd forgot my AirPod case. And I was like, this is the worst thing ever. Like, this is so shit. And I'm going to have to cycle in in the morning and I won't be able to listen to music. And I'll just be there with my thoughts and it's just a sad time. But, uh, but then it hit me. It was like, how good of a problem is that to have? That the worst thing going on in your life right now is not having your AirPods. Like, it's, or not having your AirPod case that you're going to have to cycle in without listening to music. I was like, what a great problem to have. And like... Just even all that, like, it's such like a. This is your good for the week. This <laughs> like good for the week that like it's such a meaningful like little thing. There's people out starving in the world and dying and, yeah, my. You could be in, could be in Algeria. <laughs> yeah, you could everybody. be in Algeria. Every, everybody, please think of Ronan Moss the next time you're going to work. Or something. No, this... think of the fact that he didn't have his AirPod case that one morning. No, but I'm saying that I'm saying that's my good. Just appreciating what I have. That there's no real adversity in my life. I have enough to eat. Uh, yeah, and even like people, the kind of. Like this life's life's grand. It's a bit shit with the whole coronavirus thing, but uh Oh, we're not mentioning it. Yeah, well <laughs> <laughs> I'm delving into it for my ugly, I'll give you a bit of a pre warning. But uh okay. my my bad, uh my bad. Ah, oh, I saw the figures in the bank account. I was like impulse purchase inbound. Got my first paycheck. So on Saturday. So anyway, I'll give you a bit of Pre-context, uh, I went for a run Friday night and I was like, oh my God, uh, it'd be savage to have an Apple, Apple Watch. Uh, you wouldn't have to bring your phone with you and you'd be able to save it on your Spotify music and go on a run and not have your phone with you. You'd be able to track the run. And uh, so anyway, Saturday, I went out and I bought myself an Apple Watch. Spent a fortune on it. And uh, yeah, it's fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> you can actually listen to music off the watch. No, you can't. Or- no, yeah, you can't. I was thinking. Yeah, exactly. I bought it for the Yeah, I bought I bought that for the sole reason of wanting an Apple Watch was to listen to music and I'll bring my phone everywhere. But it turns out you need to have your phone in close proximity. It's fucking Wait, odd. Should... Why is that? Why Surely is that? It's, it's, it's all due to Apple not allowing like third party access to Spotify just because they're oh. both they're both competing. So it's kind of like uh, anti anti competition. So they've yeah. got they got sued a load of times for it as well. But uh yeah, in fact. I'm going to add Apple, in, like Apple is the brand into the fucking bad as well. As like, it really annoyed me. Also the Apple watch as well. It doesn't really advance them for tracking your sleep either. That's all I wanted. I want to be able to track my sleep and play Spotify. And I can't do either of those things. <laughs> good so, to see you did a good bit of investigating before you made this yeah. unnecessary. You purchase. should get a Fitbit. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Like, <laughs> I just, <laughs> Madden, I think Ronan is one of those Fitbit guys. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, uh, We've so, no time for you. So, yeah, <laughs> overall, I'm giving the Apple Watch a 3 out of 10 rating. Uh, the only reason it's not a 1 is uh, it tells me to, to get up and walk around the office like a fool every hour for a minute, which is, so I was helping my, or my back isn't really sore, or might be, I don't fucking, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying hey, to, stop complaining. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying <laughs> to just stare at it. I know, How I know. How do you get through the day with so much adversity? <laughs> Poor Harold, please take a role. He gets up in the morning, he cycles to work in a, not a suit, but well-dressed, doesn't have his AirPod case. Dressy can. Then gets to work and he, he, he has to sit down on a comfy chair, but it hurts his back every hour. <laughs> Well, just think of them every now and again. Uh, but yeah, overall, uh, Apple Watch, not very impressed with it. Uh, three out of ten. Um, kind of. What'd be your opinion, Madden? Would would you live and die by the AirPods? Um, I was reluctant to buy into that fad for a long time. I was actually a big fan of the ordinary stringed earphone. I just like the look of them. But um, once I got the AirPods, I just don't think there's any looking back, to be honest. Oh, yeah. yeah. AirPods, I have uh, I have AirPods down on my list as a nine and a half out of ten. Only thing they lack is uh, if they had like the portable charger case which came with them, that would be pretty nice. I have iPhone, yeah. I have iPhones down six out of ten. They're kind of grand, but kind of. Do you know what's really? I only discovered it. I have an I have an old enough iPhone, so it's not too bad. But for the new iPhones, they've changed. Do you know how the old charger used to be able to like plug out the cable and it'd be a USB end on it? Yeah. That's changed now, so the end of it, both ends of it are like the charging pod, so the bit that goes into the dock is oh. actually just, so you can't, you only can use an iPhone, you can't plug your cable into a Samsung charger, let's say, into a Samsung oh. bit that goes into the socket. Ah, it's just, oh, they're just such a, it's just, an exclusivity. Ah, they're such cowboys. So anyway, I have, I have iPhone down on my list as kind of 6 out of 10, grand, nothing special, like they're kind of, layout's nice and they're kind of grand. 
MacBooks down as five out of ten, four and a half out of ten. You don't have the. It's two years ago. You would have had that like eight or nine out of ten. But then you yeah. realize that in the working world, you need Excel and. Oh, the second you shit. just you just realize that MacBooks are the worst for anything apart from watching YouTube on them. They're just useless. And then <laughs> I have my. Uh, then I have my. They're looking uh, slick though. Yeah, they do look nice. They're a bit of a flex, but apart from that, they're dog shit. Yeah. But uh, and then I have my Apple Watch down as three out of ten. Uh, just shit. Uh, we're not yeah. getting over this, are we? <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking sicking. <laughs> are you sicking with it? Like, you surely have 28 day returns. Uh, I I can't wait for the W podcast about watches. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, it's not coming back up. Yeah. <laughs> this will never be spoken about uh, again. For shit. So, anyway, I wouldn't recommend an Apple Watch on, to anyone. Um, and they're fucking not cheap either. I expect them to be able to get an Apple Watch for like 200 squids. You'll you spend 200 squids for fucking earpods. Yeah, but their earpods are worth it. For that. The AirPods are worth it. The AirPods are savage. Do you have AirPods on them? How? Yeah. No, so I, I, I recently went through this debate about six weeks ago, seven weeks ago, when my last pair of earphones broke. Actually recording one of the, I think the first podcast episode, yeah. uh, I dropped the phone and it snapped the bottom of it. So I was like, you know what? I might just bite the bullet and get AirPods. But how much are AirPods? 280? No, way no, cheaper than that. 150, I think. Is it? Less, 180. Less, less than 150 now. 180 maybe for the new ones, but less than that. I'd say 130 for the original ones. Yeah, one. 130, I say. I don't know. When I was looking at it, it was like 180 on care from warehouse, but maybe they were the, the brand new ones or something like that. So I was like, do I want to get them? Do I not want to get them? And I ended up going back to the trusty old, uh, the wired ones. Are they uh, not? So I got, wi- Are I got they... wired AirPods for 30 quid. <laughs> so I was like, I these if I got five of these, which is roughly like, the last ones lasted me exactly a year, and then it snapped on my own accord. Not even, like the earphones are working fine. So like, if I lasted five years with these, it's more. It's better than the AirPods. Can I, I, thought, and I, can I just put in but a? It's not as enjoyable an experience. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like. I don't really get. I, I, I like my. I just plug them into the phone and I listen to music. I don't really. I don't really need that freedom. <laughs> of not having the wire. <laughs> it's holding your back. Just banging away like. <laughs> <laughs> the free, uh, like the, the freedom in the neck movement when you have AirPods in. It's just. <laughs> Like there is like a few oh, times, all right, with it. Like I'd be listening to someone like cutting the lawn, and like the wire could get caught, and it just like pull the ear out of you, and you're kind of like, oh damn, I wish I have AirPods. But for the three times a month that happens, or twice a month that happens, I'm like, eh, all right. Anyway, uh, moving on to my ugly. Uh, my ugly this week is the recommendation of Neffet to go into level five lockdown. I was just wondering what was your opinions on this, as I feel like it's a very divisive topic. That it, this is, I felt like when it, it when it first started, everyone was like real. Like around March, everyone's like, "Oh, we all hunker down." Whereas now, kind of opinions are kind of drifting apart. And uh, just what are what are your views on this, lads? I know. First off, it was leaked Sunday night. Uh, that's what your man came out yesterday, saying yesterday evening, and like that was like a big no-no. Um, that it should never have been leaked. But that's like someone within the government who met with Nevit, <coughs> Nevit on Sunday evening, um, like leaked it to the press and the media about the possibility of level five restrictions which I believe was just like horribly wrong because I think it was yeah. even on the news Monday morning that like the amount of people that had sleepless nights or sleepless night, a sleepless night Sunday night because they thought that they wouldn't have like pub owners and restaurant owners and stuff that they wouldn't be open in the morning and stuff like that. Uh, or even further like hairdressers and stuff because they all thought they'd be closed as well with level five. So I thought that was pretty bad going. Uh, yeah, yeah, but on, on, the, on the other consensus so like, yeah, the fear around level five and lockdown just isn't there anymore really, I think. But, I think a lot of people would abide by it. I feel, I feel like there'd be a high uh, participation rate if it was going to lockdown. I don't think there'd I be many people that'd be like, no. But the thing is, I think you need, it was like the whole thing where they were saying, I remember they were arguing that if you want people to keep, when they were saying the two metre distance, people were saying, oh, it should only be one metre. I remember them arguing that at least if you have it officially as two metres, they will definitely keep one metre. But if you reduce it to one metre, then they're yeah. not going to keep any distance. I think yeah. if you want level three, compliance you probably do need to have level four restrictions yeah i mean i think level three is still fairly lax but i I think the the whole the the whole economic thing though is what like like if they went to level five it's like 1.4 billion in pup payments like straight away like regardless of like the spin-off and multiplier effect yeah you just kind of go like is that even like that's that's the weird that's the horrible question i would never get involved in health economics and it's just like is it worth the lives you lose due to the economy, like the amount, like the people who are pub owners now that could be said struggling to put food on the table for their kids if they've closed. Like, is are their lives worth it in comparison to the COVID? I know it's a horrible thing to say, like, but yeah. that is a, it's it a general was, thing for 
the economic system. It was uh, in the big short. I remember these numbers exactly. So I'm not pulling numbers out my hole for once. But uh, a 1% rise in unemployment oh, right, yeah. in the US causes more 40,000 more deaths. Yeah, so that's, that's yeah. There, there is there is a huge thing. Like wasn't the HICWA that came out saying that we overstated our deaths by sixty percent earlier in the year because uh, people who died with an underlying condition, who was to say they weren't going to die anyways during anyway. the year as their normal yearly deaths, like death rate. So it's, there is there is a bit of that, but I do feel like people are generally complying. Like, and I think it, like you did have to like level three is a bit of a step because now the pubs and restaurants are kind of are, are restaurants closed. Yeah, they are. No, it's only outside dining. Oh, only outside dining, yeah. So basically, majority are kind of closed. And that will kind of stop people from going out and making big crowds and nights and oh, stuff. It's so cold. Like, the thing is, it's going to get absolutely freezing. Yeah. yeah. I've, but, you know, <laughs> all the pubs around us are closed now. They're, like, they have, like, there's two of them definitely that have, like, good outdoor seating and stuff, but they're just not going to bother. It's just not worth it. Can I, uh, I have a hot take here that the country up in colleges with uh, students up in colleges, they should just let the students off. Let Because I, I feel like college students getting it, if they all get it, is still kind of good as we're getting closer to herd immunity. But the yeah. problem is college students getting it and then going down to the country and then giving it back to their parents or bringing it back to their like, yeah. local villages and stuff. But I was saying that the government should enroll, this is pure hot takey, that the government should bring in a sign-on system for every night in college from now to the end of Christmas. Now until Christmas, they have to sign on every night and then you get like a thousand euro bonus if you signed on every night. And, like, let it, and then let it spread up in Dublin, like amongst the colleges or like down UL or down UCC. Let all the young people get it. Because that's kind of what like Sweden have gone by as well. Yeah. Like, Encouraging, yeah. encouraging 17 to 24 year olds to go out and get it so then we can all uh, so then kind of go get more towards the 60% number for herd immunity but like, I think the main I think it's terrible like the one thing I just learned from all is like you literally no matter what you do you're not going to please anyone I thought the general consensus was before that we didn't want harsh restrictions until maybe a week ago but then now that they opted not to put them in Twitter is just inundated with all these people calling the government a disgrace and putting yeah. a price on human life and that kind of thing. Yeah. It's the same, no matter what, like, Roland, you remember and you see that whole no detriment policy from last year. People are still in that, giving out, writing letters to TDs. Do you know, there comes a stage where you just have to take your life into your own hands and yeah. just stop complaining. <laughs> exactly. Go out and live your life. Change your life if you want to change your life and don't be pointing the finger at everyone else. Yeah, I know there was a problem though. Going back to that college idea, that like uh, I know it was a Queen's Belfast of like 175 cases or something in the last last week or something like that. But oh, no. in England, they had like bigger problems with. Um, so they had like a big outbreak, I think, in one university. I don't know if it's Newcastle or something like that. And then um, they were physically being told to be like they were locked in their dorms and they were like, um, um, what you call it, begging security guards to go and do shopping for them and get food for them. And you're just kind of going, that's just like a prison system. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, I like the idea of, like, college students, uh, like, party, whatever, do what they like, get corona, but as long as they don't come home, like, but they're going to have to be kind of, like, subsidized for that, or they're going to they're gonna need some sort of support. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we just, can't, we just can't stay living like this. We need to live our lives. I want, to be, like a, I want to be in a smoking is... area with two hop-ups <laughs> in either hand and fucking four fags in my mouth. Like, it's all I want. This is our... Uh... <laughs> This is our war, lads. This is our World War One. This is our Vietnam. People, people fighting COVID and Ronan just wants to get back in the pub. Yeah. Uh, wants there we go. Uh, we eventually had to talk about COVID. damaged further. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck it. Or sorry, I need to stop cursing. Mum gave out to me for cursing, I think, episode B. Is she a fan of the pod? Uh, is she a fan? Uh, I think they're kind of supportive of whatever I do, but. I don't. I don't. I. I wouldn't say overly proud. <laughs> oh, shit, shit. They admire. <laughs> Dad has a great story. He tells. Uh, he tells some of his mates of like, oh, Ronan, one of his mates, like, uh, a big, big night out, and uh, they're in the taxi, and the friend was getting sick. Ever in the taxi, uh, fucking mad, mad college antics, and like one of the other outlets goes, oh, must have been a wild night out, and then Dad hits them with the punchline. They were only on the way in, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, what did the coach say to you when you said you were graduating from actuary or something? This uh, is like the week before your county semi final. Oh, yeah, he was like, uh, I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to take Wednesday night off training. He's like, oh, why? I was like, oh, I'm graduating. He's like, oh, yeah, um, you better not be drinking. I was like, oh, yeah, no, I won't be. Then he goes, uh, then he goes, oh, yeah, and why are you graduating from? He's like, I was like, oh, yeah, like actuary. And he's like, oh, yeah, I know you won't be drinking then. <laughs> 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 
Big virgin. <laughs> yeah. Well, there we go, lads. That's a nice little, uh, I'd say, 30, 35 minute introduction on the good, bad, and ugly for the week. <laughs> so, uh, what do you want? I think, I think we're going to move on to our topics of the week. What letter is it? I forgot. <laughs> no, nah, it's letter E. And uh, Madden is kindly going to kick us off. So, uh, hit us with it. Yeah. So, um, I was struggling with E. He's a, it's a weird kind of letter. Um, yeah. Not a lot of things start with E. Well, you know. Um, so I there is a lot on, of things to start with E, with E, but there's not a lot of interesting things. It's all about, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I went through them. The first ones that came into my head were like exams and eczema. And like none of them, you're not going to, they're not going <laughs> to like the podcast tonight. <laughs> so I, I landed on Everest. And uh, just a few, um, <laughs> just a few uh, facts about the mountain itself. Um, just a quick question: What's the tallest mountain in the world? That's Everest. No. Uh-uh. Oh, no, it's be- not the tallest mountain in the world. It's the highest mountain above sea level. Uh... Hawaii's Mauna Kea is the tallest mountain in the world from base to peak. So, um, Crow Patrick's pretty tall. Crow Patrick's pretty tall. Yeah. <laughs> what height's Crow Patrick? Seven hundred meters. Yeah I, th- yeah, I think that's bang on. Yeah. Um. So Everest is growing at a very fast velocity it's growing at 40 centimeters a century um it's growing it's growing because it's apparently on well i just present it's on it's between china and india that kind of it's in nepal is it nepal Nepal, yeah yeah. so it's like on the it's around tibet so i presume there's some kind of have any Please. seen have any seen that a uh, family guy skit where like god's like oh what <laughs> yes what would we name that bit of land uh all those mountains look like nipples and jesus is like oh we can't name it nipples and then god goes how about nepal <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'll do <laughs> so um there's been more than seven thousand peaks of mount everest so seven thousand people have climbed and the death rate is four percent so four percent there's about three they reckon there's about 300 bodies up there, which is um, a bit intimidating. And actually, there was, I was only, I saw this somewhere, I think probably TikTok, to be honest. Um, there are Reliable they, source, very use, yeah, for, yeah, primary sources on point. Um, apparently, they use the dead bodies because obviously decomposition isn't going to happen in that kind of, uh, that kind of environment. So they use the bodies as landmarks for new um new uh voyages going up so there's one called green boots and it's the name just given and it's literally i looked up the picture it's literally just a lad lying on the snow it's so clear but apparently he's still unidentified why um, don't why don't they bring him down get... why like they just pass a dead body surely on your way down it's like <laughs> if you get to green boots you're gone too far Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no um, no hope for you you're gone <laughs> lie down beside him oh stop and, but he apparently green boots was like just he got a bit co- he got separated from the pack and went into a cave or to the mouth of a cave to type kind of sh- uh, take shelter and subsequently died, um, and that for me just kind of put it into perspective because like I remember seeing during lockdown myself and Corey were watching a few videos about um, do you know how it's like, it's such a commercial enterprise now you have so many there's almost like traffic jams going up the mountain because there's so many um, so many Sherpas and all that just leading leading what's the word exhibition ex- voyages what's the expedition. word expeditions. expeditions expeditions thanks um also begins with so like <laughs> so there's like um it just got me thinking the whole green boots anecdote about like like how miserable it must actually be up there and I don't think it gets enough respect for how big a feat of endurance it is yeah because like i myself would have no interest in climbing doing anything that would cause me prolonged misery you think um, like the fact you're, that you're, you're, like, you're, 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 you're studying law madden <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not, i mean in no, a physical like, sense Roman. if you think like uh, this is this is a hot take now and this is what i'm gonna have to kind of credit to mr eamon wheel himself but if you think that like we're on this earth for like such a limited time yeah. and the fact that like this is like the tallest, not the tallest mountain, but the, the tallest over above sea level or whatever. And you kind of go, it is humanly possible to do it. Why not push yourself? Oh, oh, why would you be arsed? 
I, I get that. And that was the way Corey was coming from there. He was like, oh, does this mountain, it's it's possible now commercial or economically and yeah. physically, you know, I have all the means to do it. I really want to do it because then you're literally down in history of only, what, 7,000 people that have peaked this mountain. And like, I don't know. I just have absolutely no interest in going anywhere near Mount Everest. Yeah. I don't want anything to What's do with the, it. The cost is like four grand, isn't it, or something? 30 grand. That's another 30 fact. Grand. 30 grand. Because you have to because... say it takes 10 weeks to become acclimatized at base camp. Yeah. That's and once you get to the peak, it's 66% less oxygen in the air, which is scary in its own right. Yeah, yeah. I just thought you get I just thought you get the sharpest to like piggyback you up. I thought I yeah, geez, there are some there are some operators. Yeah, yeah. Like what yeah. would ye would ye Hannah, you'd climb the mountain you'd obviously uh, climb it. Would you run? The, I won't climb you... it like <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> Thirty grand, forty grand, good luck. <laughs> I like the idea of it, like, and I'd like to say, yeah, I did it, like, but I, I don't, I mentally wouldn't be able for it, like, yeah. as soon as like my oxygen level would drop, like, not sixty six percent, if it dropped like one percent, I'd be like, oh, I can't do it, <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah. Hannah, you're like forty meters up, like. <laughs> <laughs> I literally get off the plane in the pad, like, I'm nowhere near the Everest, like, yeah. take me back. Yeah, I'd be. Uh, I think there's more. I get the whole thing of kind of the more it sucks, the higher the high is going to be. I think that's a bit of a metaphor for life for Anton. Uh, yeah. but I think there's more like doable things that suck, i.e., like a marathon or something. Um, I feel like everything, yeah. I think everything is just a bit too too much of a impossible feat. It's yeah. uh, yeah, it just it just got me thinking. Yeah. So there's uh, the movie, the movie Everest. There's a few of them sort of movies slash documentaries on Everest, and they're fair, um, fair kind of eye opener. Just yeah, to see what that happens was a true the... story. I was. Shocked yeah. actually here. Give me the synop- people died. Give me the synopsis. So it was just this expedition. Thanks for the for the word. <laughs> um, this expedition went up Everest, and I think they summited, and then just on the way, it's amazing the amount of people that die on the way down. That's what I couldn't believe. The amount of people that summit and then die on the way down. But the thing is, you don't get. There's a lesser record for them people, so they don't go up as people who've climbed Everest. I think they go down as people that have summited Everest. So there's a ah. separate role of people that have reached the top and reached the bottom, gone down. Um, and then there's a, which is a bit fucking, I don't know who came up with that idea. I'm going to pitch, <laughs> I'm going to pitch two things. Uh, first one, uh, why don't they just get, bring skis with them? Rocky terrain, I suppose, I don't know. Uh, surely, next... surely that's not good luck. Uh, that, that just can't be a viable solution. Maybe it's yeah. so, maybe it's so obvious that everyone's forgotten it. Uh, my next one, why don't they just bring a parachute with them? Like, Worse. That, that, that is worse. <laughs> you like, like they, I say visibility up there is at like an all time low, like, and you yeah. just parachute off the top to God yeah. knows where. Yeah, but you, the only thing you're to, trying to do, to you're just, but you're, you're just trying to go down, like. Yeah, takes... lots of the, not to the clip, like the side of it. Well, I suppose if you're the, the highest point on earth, yeah. above sea level, you shouldn't hit anything. <laughs> Imagine just landing in Rome or something. Anyway, uh, moving on to my topic of the week, I went for the letter E and eating. Um, you had to go for the letter E. Yeah, well, okay, I went for I went for eating from my letter E. Uh, how many how many chicken nuggets could you eat in an hour, Hanno? Maybe in an hour, six, ten. <laughs> am I hungry? Am I after a night out? Am I ravenous? Ravenous. Uh, I'd say forty. I I don't think I go much more than that. Madden. I think a share box and maybe a second one. Madden, how many nuggets in an hour? I've never had a great growl for chicken nuggets, to be honest. Um, but I, I, I fancy myself to do one a minute. What, He's six, pushed sixty nuggets. Yeah, I think I'm I'm in between. I think I could do fifty. Um, I'd be far more of a grazer though. I say in a day, I could definitely get about four hundred chicken nuggets. Tell me. Um, <laughs> and that lad that loves to eat them the following morning after a night out just cold just... the most nuggets eaten in an hour was 150 chicken nuggets the most Big Macs eaten in an hour was 17 Big Macs in an hour impressive stuff oh yeah and then there's a website online called recordsetter.com where you can tape yourself doing food challenges and put them online and it's quite an interesting watch if you have a bit of free time and want to see people just gorge um, 
There's a lot of people that are into that. What was it? You know, your man, man versus food. Yeah, that was a great uh, show. Them, them YouTube videos and stuff like that. Have Did you ever watch? Um, watching them. I never got into them really. Diners, drive-ins, and dives. Yeah, no. a little bit. I was a big fan of that. Was that Guy Ferrari? Guy Fear. Oh, the spiky hair. Yeah. I don't know a second name. Yeah, it was Guy something. The um. Yeah. Have you ever had anything really, really spicy? I I hate spices. No. I I'm very bad at spices. <laughs> I'd definitely say no. I was. Always... I had a chicken fillet roll earlier. Spicy <laughs> chicken. <laughs> they they can be fairly bad, right? Yeah. And water just doesn't help it. Oh, not in the slightest. I you need uh, milk apparently. Yeah, I was watching. I'd always seen those like uh, people like w- with a chili and then they start sweating. And I was always of the opinion. What absolute cowards. I was like, how can something spicy make you feel like this? Because I'd had spicy stuff in the past and always been like, it was like mildly uncomfortable. But it was like, you can still kind of get it into you and just have a bit of water in your grand. But then uh, I was over in, uh, I was over in Vietnam and I got this chili on the side of my curry. And your mom was like, oh yeah, you probably shouldn't eat that chili. It's really spicy. And if you are going to eat it, just nibble it. I was like... <laughs> Fuck that! I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna eat it all. <laughs> so uh, we had we had a few beers in us, and uh, we we're just trying to, uh, I don't know, just trying to be the big man. And another lad who was, uh, he was Indian, but he's from, or like he was Pakistani or Indian, but he's from England anyway. And he's like growing up eating loads of spicy food. And uh, he was like, "Oh yeah, I'll do it if you do it," because he had a bit more of a tolerance for it. And I was like, oh, "I'd never really experienced heat, heat like this in my life." So I was like, "Oh yeah, fuck it." And I was like fuck nibbling it. I'm just going to eat the whole thing. So I threw this whole chili in my mouth and just ate it. And I swear to God, I was convulsing for like an hour. It was the worst experience <laughs> of my life. I Aww. thought, I thought I was going to die. It was like, <laughs> so yeah, I went from having no sympathy from like those hot wings challenges or anything like that to, yeah, understanding the pain. And uh, yeah, I just remember being so ill, like just wanting to get sick, but like not wanting to get sick. Cause then you're like putting the fire back in your mouth. Uh, just the guy that does that. that on YouTube, though, doesn't he? He, he? he like interviews people while eating wings. That's and, like Gordon Ramsay was on it. Oh all. yeah, something Evans, Sean Evans. Um, he's really good. He, he's like the real A-list celebrities in it. Yeah, uh, yeah. And they just he's like asking them the, questions um, as they try different wings, and they get spicier and spicier. Yeah. It's back to the the age old question, like, just what do you want to do in life? Do you want to climb Everest or eat spicy wings? Yeah. Um, I want to do well, nine. no Ronan's preference. I shouldn't. Uh, Sit in front of a computer doing Excel. <laughs> would you uh, would you climb Everest or would you eat that exact pepper again? Ah, oh, oh Jesus! I'd probably eat the pepper again, but yeah, it's ten not even. A, it's not even. A, I'd eat ten of them. Oh God! A <laughs> hundred of them. <laughs> You're really would you eat an hour. Ah, <laughs> oh, literally, I was, I was, I was out of action for a day. Like, like you're over there for like four weeks, and a day's just wasted, feeling sick from a pepper. But uh, yeah, do you ever do the cinnamon challenge? No, no. God, God, no. kind of miserable, but not too miserable. It's like mildly miserable. Uh, didn't get all the, didn't get all the, didn't get all the fuss about it. Um, what else? When I was researching it, one well, I was researching eating, and then I just got onto foods. One of four hazelnuts in the world ends up in Nutella. Um, <laughs> really, bit of a tip. You love me some Nutella. I wouldn't yeah. be a fan of Nutella now. Oh, Nutella on bagels. Cutting the crust off a white loaf and then putting Nutella on another slice, putting that on top and then pressing down around the sides with a fork. This is a big hot take. Uh, pressing around the sides with a fork and then putting it in the toaster as one sandwich. Ooh. And it just oh! it like melts the chocolate in the middle and then it comes out with a toast. So it's, 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 it's a thing of beauty, to be honest. Yeah. The mother definitely be making it, Emma. <laughs> No, I, I make them myself. Thank you very much. <laughs> man. I know you're wrong. I'm a man. man. I need Nutella. <laughs> I've no Nutella at the moment. But when it comes back in. Um, yeah, I'd be a big fan of uh, getting the getting the spoon out with Nutella. Sometimes when I'm just uh, like peckish in the day, I'll just have a spoon of Nutella. Oh, you can't be at that. I know, yes. Not, in, not anymore. Yeah, oh yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Before it, March, it was fine. <laughs> yeah, double dipping, that's all right. <laughs> In the past. Um, then, uh, yeah, just checking the last of my notes. Madden, here's one for you. If two, uh, if sign, just because you're a lawyer, if Siamese <laughs> twins, if one of them killed a the lad, would they go to jail? <laughs> Where does this come from, Eaton? Go on. Then. <laughs> um, if one of them kills a the lad, there is a, there is a, str- like, oh. There is a strand 
of like insanity. Sorry, so I'm like, just picturing the, the, the Siamese twins killing someone. And yeah, I told you like, not to do it. <laughs> if you have epilepsy or diabetes and you commit a crime because of some state you were in that was induced by the condition, then you can plea, like depending on the nature of the crime, you can play, plea either like insanity or automatism, which are like one of them gets you off scot-free. So that doesn't answer your question at all, but um i'd imagine that if there are two separate people are they considered two different there yeah they are yeah well then surely your one would have a witness yeah oh yeah (laughs) i'd be fucked (laughs) okay okay so just imagine just imagine we'd like to interview you on your own (laughs) no (laughs) just earplug go get her airpods (laughs) but sure they might only oh they'd have to have two heads yeah (laughs) <laughs> you actually think they just had one head <laughs> one head but four legs <laughs> joint on the ear <laughs> I say if they had, I say if they had one head they'd be classed as an arachnid <laughs> we're not going there on this podcast um, we have some deep human rights issues here that have just been um, but yeah I, I I I looked into it to answer your question well to answer my question for you Madden and <laughs> <laughs> nice and how nice turns, of you and it turns out it turns out that uh, you can't go to the you can't go to jail it's happened well in Germany and the US you can't go to jail if the sign if one of them because you can't put an innocent person in jail um, is there a precedent for that has that happened like yeah, Sandy, uh, some lad called Chang and Eng, Ch- Bunker. So Chang was the bad one and Eng was the good one. A bit like, do you know that show on Cartoon Network, Cramp Twins? No? No. no. <laughs> Great show. They were conjoined at the hip and uh, one did drugs and drank and lived his life like, like you would. And then the other one kept his body a temple. And then one of them assaulted a bloke, but they couldn't put them in jail as... Uh, they were. You can't put an innocent man in jail. But yeah, that is. Uh, yeah, that is an absolute belter to finish our episode. I'm actually glad. <laughs> I'm glad I know that now. It's just your everyday law occurrence. Really. This is gonna the next job interview I have. That's the first thing I'm saying. Do you have any, introducing myself? <laughs> is there any other interesting law, like fun facts like that, man? Very interesting fun fact on the topic of expeditions, actually, uh, which is also E, coincidentally. Um, there is a there's a book called The Law of the Sea. I think it's I don't know. We got or it's The Law of. I forget what it's called. But do you remember that uh, professor, that lecturer in UCD that died last year? Yeah. Professor uh, McDermott or Mr. McDermott. Very. Um, he was senior counsel, but just probably one of the best lecturers I've had. He did criminal law with us. And apparently there was a, tra- a trail of law back in the 1700s when expeditions were common, where people would be, they'd be going out in their ships to find America or whatever. And um, if the ship got into difficulty and sank or whatever, and they'd have three or four on a lifeboat and they'd begin to starve, there was a case, I forget the name of it, but where they killed the weakest man the two others killed the weakest one and ate him. And that was great. They obviously came back to England and were greeted as heroes. Well, not heroes, but, you know, they were kind of lots of sympathy and they were scared from it and all. And then the deceased man's family came forward and like, here, I want these done for murder. And they were found guilty of murder and put in jail because they were found guilty of murder and put in jail because the court said that the proper procedure for if you're on a raft and you're starving, and you need to find out who to kill. It's like you're entitled to kill someone, but you have to do it by pulling, by drawing lots, by like drawing strings. Who gets the shortest straw? And whoever gets the shortest straw, they're the one that can be legally killed at sea. <laughs> so the men uh, were found guilty and put. Why did why did, why did they admit to killing him? Why didn't they just they admit were, that they, they pulled the straw and he pulled the shortest one? Yeah. I, I think it, w- it probably would have just been... No, that was only invented for their case. That was the first case on the matter. Oh, so after I that presume, it became... I presume they said, oh, well, he was the weakest one. Like, what else were we supposed to do? We weren't going to kill the strongest one. Why did they, was... why did they admit to eating someone? 
Because the lads they survived. Suppose, yeah. I suppose. Do you know what they're like, they're guilty of being idiots? It there was we the go. Case and they were sailors. <laughs> Case closed. They weren't educated. Ronald Walsh, criminal law lecturer. <laughs> Close. Yeah. Um, I, I I think that's going to be good enough for episode five for the for the week. Episode eight. Yeah. Yeah, I would like yeah. to thank you, Killian Madden. That was a very insightful episode right from the get go. And uh, <laughs> Thanks, I think our man. listeners are going to take a lot from that. Yeah. Thanks, lads. I actually really, I really enjoyed it, and I really enjoyed the A and the B episodes of the ones I watched. So keep it up. Well, well, well. There was C and D, so you can catch up <laughs> <Yeah>. on them. <laughs> can I? Can I just say a story? If you're going to tell me that you've listened to the full episode, stop lying. Because one of my mates, I know, Polly told me this. One of my mates, he was like, "Oh, I listened to all your episodes. They're all really good." I was like, "Oh yeah, did you listen to all of them?" He's like. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Very good. And then he goes, uh, so we were chatting today, and then I was spouting some of the fun facts I had about the Bears episode, because your man's a vet. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. And like, as you know, like, uh, what's it? Uh, pandas or koalas are not actually bears or marsupials. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, that's really interesting. And then like, it hit me like two minutes later. I was like, wait a second. That was on episode B. I was like, Hunter, Hunter, you did. You, you, never, episode, you never listened to the end of the episode. He's like, Oh yeah, um, yeah. I left like that one like halfway through. I was like, "Yeah, rat." So, uh, episode yeah. B was a great episode. I thought. I'll tell you, it. for anyone passing on the podcast, uh, like, just be careful. Episode A wasn't great. <laughs> episode yeah. B was an improvement. C, we're getting there. D, we actually had an outro music, and E, <laughs> I, I think it's the finished package. <laughs> no, it's not. The only way is up. We're going to keep improving. Yeah. We got, I don't know how many Back more. Episodes, stronger. Many more Back episodes. stronger. Shut up, shut up. No, no, the only way is up. Fuck the crowd's podcast. <laughs> um, anyway, Hanno, say the magic words. He's on mute. Killian, say the magic words. Water, thanks. Oh, for... What are the magic words? The only way is up. <laughs> the only way is up, boys. 